0: Hello and welcome to BB On The Record, this podcast from British Bandsmen. I'm Mark Good, editor of British Bandsmen and in this episode I hear from members of the Unibrass team as the 2021 contest approaches. Unibrass Foundation trustee Abby Grucock and Organising Committee Chair Vori Baker discuss how plans are taking shape for the event which is taking place in Sheffield. In a first for brass band contesting, the competition will run in a hybrid format featuring a mixture of in-person and pre-recorded performances. Abby and Vori reflect on the challenges faced by Unibrass over the past year and discuss the organisation's innovative work to serve the university band community during lockdown. From producing a distance-banding album to racking up the miles in a fundraising run and introducing a dedicated university section as part of the Corey Online Championship, keep listening to hear how Unibrass has been working hard throughout lockdown. The pair also look ahead to Unibrass First band camp, a new residential course under the baton of Grimethop Colliery Band's musical director David Thornton, And yes, it is possible to pitch your tent and actually go camping. But first Organising Committee Chair Vori discusses plans for Unibrass 2021.
1: Yeah, we've been working really hard to bring the contest to life this year. Obviously, it's been a super awkward year um, and everything basically has been cancelled. So we are super excited to be the first proper band contest back. So that's really exciting. We're doing it the contest in a totally different format to normal. It's been a funny old year. Obviously we, we originally had the contest in February. Well, that was when we planned for it to be. That would, that would definitely not have been possible. So we did a few other projects as well for the bands to get involved with and to keep them playing.
0: So Vori, in terms of where we are right now, how are plans progressing ahead of the 2021 Unibrass contest?
1: The plans are coming together nicely. Um, obviously there's, it's been, more interesting because obviously the rules change um, and or maybe they don't um, and it's just been hard to kind of get straight answers and plan things when there's so much uncertainty um, but you know we're coming together and we are confident that we'll be able to have a really great event.
0: I'm sure people will be delighted to have the opportunity to attend a real live thing what will it look like though and how will it be different to previous Unibrass contests?
1: Um, so, obviously, we've got to have COVID safe, um, which will include like the bands and the audience will have to be lateral flow tested. Obviously, there's going to be certain distance, social distancing, and limits on numbers who can interact. Um, so, yeah, we're going to have to manage the flow of people very carefully. And we're also, like, the contest itself is going to be a hybrid format. Um, so, we've got the bands who are coming in person, and we've also got bands who are competing virtually. So, these bands, who it virtually? They're going to record from their own like band room in advance, um, and we're also going to watch it on Zoom to kind of verify that it is a live recording. <laughs> One of the key things we said, kind of when we were planning, we're like, we want to do virtual to allow people to compete in, in another way and give them options, but we don't want to do kind of distance banding videos like everyone else has done through kind of the past year or so because a lot of it really depends on how well you can edit um which we wanted it to be more of a level playing field and just kind of more authentic and live
0: it sounds really exciting abby tell me your thoughts on this hybrid format the mixture of in-person and virtual banding i think it must be a first how are you looking forward to seeing it all come together
2: yeah um it's Definitely a first and the excitement of that and the new perspective um, makes the challenge of it um, being so different and so hard to plan with the constant rule changes worth it because knowing that you're going to be part of something that is a first for the banding movement is really special Um, and I think uh, big props to the organising committee at Sheffield for Uh, having the confidence to go with an event like that and the ability to follow through when it's all been such a challenge to plan, because just as you make a plan, the rules change. So I think we're really excited to have that. And uh, we're kind of looking forward to showing what UniBrass can do as well, because we are known for being innovative. We shake things up. We don't do contests in the same way that everyone else does. So to be able to offer two options for competing is really special for us and it also just enhances that accessibility. We wanted as many bands as possible to be able to compete. The thing with UniBrass is that we don't just have to work with the regulations put in place by um, governments but also each individual university has its own restrictions and rules about what societies are allowed to do, whether they're allowed to travel, whether they will um, be able to support the band in doing what they want to do so there can be financial implications, there can be safety implications, et cetera. And having a hybrid option just means that as many bands as possible can still compete. And I believe we also have the option that if things do change suddenly for a band, they are able to switch from a live entry to a virtual entry as well. So that flexibility is there should things change at really short notice as they often do in COVID times.
0: I think in these times, anything that can be done to maximise accessibility and to give bands the opportunity to take part has to be commended. So that's absolutely fantastic. In practical terms, is everything going to be adjudicated on the day, even if it's a virtual performance?
1: So we, we have our two adjudicators. So we've got uh, Adam Cook and Alexandra Kenyon. Um, so yeah, we've, they will both be like on-site watching live for the in-person bands um, and as we're getting the virtual bands to submit in advance they will be adjudicated just the day before like before the actual contest um, just because that will give us a bit more time like because they've already adjudicated it they know who's gonna you know they know the rankings so we'll use that time whilst the virtual bands are playing um, as time for the adjudicators to go and actually discuss the in- in-person bands
0: Vori, what's the background to Sheffield staging this year's contest? Because I know UniBrass does move around a little bit.
1: We put the bid in to host Sheffield in 2021 and 2022. Uh, and so like there's a whole application process. Um, so we actually started the bidding process, it would be in kind of June 2019. So at that point, 2021, 2022 seemed absolutely an age away. So yeah, we've kind of, it's been brewing. So we had the bidding process. We had to write a kind of a bit of a document and answer questions about your kind of initial plans. There was a site visit in about November time. And then we found out we were hosting. So we'd we'd won the hosting rights in about December of 2019. So then we were able to go along to the Bangor contest and kind of see how the organising committee did it. And then kind of from then on, it was ours to kind of go and organise.
0: And after all these twists and turns of the past few months, just how much are you looking forward to welcoming audiences to Sheffield?
1: Oh it's literally it's going to be amazing. Um obviously we've been putting so much time into this. So it's I know for everyone who's been stuck at home and like not been able to rehearse or attend anything like major in like in person. Um it's just going to be feel like things are a bit more back to normal. Um Yeah, just, it's going to be great. And we're going to make the day kind of a celebration. So even for the bands who um, aren't able to compete or can't compete in either way, we're going to hopefully have their, like any distance banding videos that they've done. We're going to try and incorporate those into the day as well. So really try and highlight the talent of university brass bands and kind of what we have been able to achieve over the past year and a half
0: what's it going to look like this year is it outside how will audiences be able to watch the the virtual performances for example
1: the in person event is going to be actually outdoors um just outside the university of sheffield students union um there's like a concourse kind of performance area there so we're welcoming audiences in person and it will be like unticketed and like free to enter um, so yeah we'd really if, if anyone's kind of Interested in coming? We'd we'd love to have a great audience. Um, but also, if you can't make it to Sheffield in person, we've we have got the live stream, um, which will be provided by Brass Pass, um, as in previous years. There'll be a link to that available near at the time.
0: So, as with the actual event itself, in terms of being in person and including some virtual performances, audiences will be able to enjoy a similar sort of experiences. You can either go along on the day and enjoy the action, or if you can't make it for whatever reason, you can enjoy from the comfort and safety of home via brasspass.tv. Abby, there are some bands that have been regular supporters of Unibrass. How's the lineup looking this year?
2: It's a great lineup. Um, It is slightly smaller than in previous years, necessitated by COVID situations, but we still have 11 bands competing across the in-person and virtual sections. So it's still going to be a really great day of music and a really great competition as well. Um, We'll start with the first band at 11am and we'll finish the day um, with the results at 6 So it's still um, a really full day of brass music making that people can enjoy and um, handy in terms of it being a bit shorter. It's a lot easier for people to travel as well. So if you can get to Sheffield safely, um, we would really, really appreciate it.
0: Now, I know Unibrass hasn't been resting on its laurels over the past few months, far from it. How has the organisation been seeking to keep the spirit of Unibrass alive when you weren't able to meet in person?
2: So It's been quite a busy uh, year and a half of projects. I think we've probably flipped the situation on its head and achieved more in a year than we would in a normal year, um, which is really a testament to both the people involved in the organising committee and also supporters of Unibras. One of the biggest projects that the organising committee have worked on this year is the Lockdown Collection, which is our CD that we've recently released bands
1: weren't really able to do anything obviously distance banding was kind of quite quite popular and so when we had the february contest postponed um we wanted to give bands something to kind of focus on instead of that so we decided that actually it'd be really cool to get like a kind of compilation uh get loads of different uni bands to record distance banding tracks um and then make a cd or album of it um so that's available on basically any good streaming platform um spotify amazon music apple music and also wob play yeah it, we had 14 bands participate we've got quite a range of tracks from barnard castle to <laughs> chicken run to some like a fan fanfare marches you know you've, and then some more kind of hymns and slow melodies. So yeah, there's,
2: there's a really good range. I think the uh, great thing about the Lockdown Collection as well is that each band was asked to choose um, a piece that meant something to them, either as a band, it had a connection to their city, their university, or a connection to UniBrass, and um, they've written an explanation to go with it. So some of them more tenuous than others but we'll take it. Uh, We really enjoyed reading their explanations and learning a little bit more about each of these bands involved and their history um, and their musical life in their city as well, so um, as well as listening to the album on whichever platform you get your music, um, head over to the UniBrass Facebook page um, where there's posts kind of with an explanation written by each university about why they chose their track What it means to them And there were some brand new arrangements And commissions as well So there's a lot to be proud of In university banding this year
0: Well all this discussion of Uni Brass The Lockdown Collection Means we really have to listen To one of the tracks from that album So let's listen to that now As today's piece of the podcast This is the University of Huddersfield Brass Band Performing Paul Drury's Jubilee a spirited march from the pen of Paul Drury. That was a distance band recording, with all the players recording their parts separately. It was played by members of the University of Huddersfield Brass Band. That piece, and more like it, feature on the new album, it's Unibrass The Lockdown Collection. It features tracks from 14 university bands, recorded Covid safely, individually, at home, distance banding style, all edited together into final tracks, and, as was mentioned, the album is now available on all the major streaming platforms, Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon Music and Wobplay, and it's available to purchase on iTunes. Now, Abby, there was also this activity Uni Run, which took place a while back. How are you? Have you recovered from that one?
2: Just about, but only just. I'm not sure I'll ever completely recover. I'm not sure any of us will. Uh, but it was worth it. It was definitely worth it. So UniRun saw five of the trustees each run the 176 kilometers from Bangor to Sheffield to sort of symbolize moving the contest from one uh, host venue to another, and to raise some much needed funds for the charity, because obviously we had no idea of whether we were going to be able to uh, run events this year. And events like the Unibrass Contest are a major part of how we draw income to run our other activities. This year, our treasurer had the fantastic idea that we should do some running uh, to raise some money. So over six very cold and dark weeks in winter, from Friday the 13th of November to Friday the 1st of January, myself, Thomas, Brett and both Andys ran that distance. Um, It was a real challenge. It was worth it. As I say, we managed to raise £2,100, including gift aid for the charity. And uh, we learned a lot about ourselves, about each other as runners as well. So uh, Brett was a consistent machine. He managed to run pretty much every day and completed it long before the rest of us did. Andy and Thomas did really well at developing their distance running. And uh, I was proud if I managed to do five kilometres in a day and they were there running, you know, half marathons, but never mind. And Andy Baldacchino, who's our treasurer, he'd never run before and he absolutely smashed it. So it was a great project and it kept us on our toes.
0: Well done to everybody involved in that. We kept readers updated in the pages of British Bandsmen and there were some very honest reports coming in after each weekend there, but a fantastic achievement. Now, another event or innovation which took place earlier this year, there was a link up, wasn't there, with Band's online Brass Band Championship where there was a dedicated university section. How did that go?
1: Yeah it was really really good yeah so we linked up with Corey Band for the second of their online contests like we saw the first one were really inspired by it and we're kind of like oh it would be good to have a university section yeah so we had 11 11 bands I believe um, including uh, Oakland University Band from the USA and literally they smashed it they kind of hit the ball out the park um, with the, the quality of their performance but yeah all the bands did really well like like I've kind of said before, editing the tracks and the videos together is not an easy job at all. Um, and yeah, I, I've i tried to stay out of it as much as I could. <laughs> yeah, no, I have massive um, respect for everyone, all, all the bands for putting it together.
0: Abby, the word of the past 16 months or so has been unprecedented, hasn't it? What has it been like for the Uni Brass trustees as you've tried to map out a route forward amid so much uncertainty?
2: It's kept us on our toes, as it has with everybody. I think the key thing is, all the way through what we've been planning, activities we've been doing, is remembering that our vision and our purpose is to support university bands, and that is a very wide remit. So that has included all sorts of things like from small scale things that actually mean a lot to people like hosting Zoom calls with people who are running their university bands to offer them to support, find out what issues they're facing, trying to help them with recruiting and keeping them busy, because if you don't have events like a freshers fair and you don't have events and concerts planned, to persuade people to join up you run the risk of a year without a band cohort which will carry on into next year and you'll really struggle to then have a base to recruit to so it was having online events to support them give them ideas about how they could um, recruit people and also giving them projects like the lockdown collection and um, banding videos and the quarry contest etc to work towards and then I think The other side of what we do is we, on the trustee board, we look more longer term at the bigger picture rather than just year on year events. So putting things into place to make sure that there are things for university bands to look forward to when this is all over and we get back to that famous new normal. Things that people can look forward to and even if you know, that just means doing things like raising money so that when we can have events, we've got that pot to draw on. Or whether that means planning um, actual fun events like band camp for the summer. It's been about ma- managing that balance between supporting the students in their issues in the here and now and providing something for them to look forward to afterwards.
0: And you've also been on the lookout for new trustees to get involved in the Unibras organisation. How's that search going?
2: that's going well we are actually right in the middle of that sort of as we speak Um, we've had some applications the initial deadline for the current round of recruitment has passed So we're in the middle of uh, interviewing people and hopefully we'll have some fresh faces to bring to the board really soon. Uh, But that doesn't mean to say that we wouldn't want to hear from you if you are generally interested in supporting Unibrass. We are constantly evolving and there is always extra ways for people to support and get involved. So um, we have things like the Unibrass family, which is our supporters network, um, and there is always space in that and you know we love to make contacts with people who are keen to support what we do and you know other vacancies will come up in the future
0: And, Abbey, another venture announced by Unibrass over the past few months, and you touched on this a moment ago, has been Bandcamp, a new brass band summer school experience specifically for students and those aged 18 to 25. It's got some high-profile approval in the form of Grimthorpe Colliery Band's musical director, David Thornton, who's leading the project. How's the course shaping up?
2: honestly this project has me so excited it is it's a summer school like no other it is so unibras because we have taken something and we're just completely changing it up as we do with a band contest we're doing the same thing with a summer school it's a summer school with a difference and it fits a gap in the market as you've said it's specifically for students um, including postgraduate students so if you are over 25 but still involved in university You are welcome as well. Um, But if you're a young person in a band and you're not at university, we would love to have you too. Um, So that's running at the very end of August. Um, As you said, Dave Thornton is our music director. We're also going to have a number of resident and guest tutors from within the band world and the music industry more widely. And those names are going to be announced really soon. We're just going to wait until after the contest. So keep. Eyes and ears peeled for that. The key difference with it being a UniBrass event is that we're going to have your standard mix of rehearsals, sectionals, workshops, performances, etc., uh, but they are going to be balanced out with plenty of excursions, activities, and evening socials in true UniBrass style. couldn't be band camp without having that camp option so you can either choose to stay in a bunkhouse dormitory accommodation or you can bring a tent and have proper band camp experience and a lot of our activities are going to relate to it being camp based as well so yeah there's more about that on our website which is just unibrass.co.uk forward slash band camp And you can find out everything you need to know. It's quite affordable for a brass band summer school as well. And there are different prices depending on whether you want to sleep in a bed or in a tent. And we have a few spaces still available. So we'd love you to join us really. And more info will come soon
0: as well. It sounds like tremendous fun, and it'll be great to see who's going to be doing some of the tutoring on that course alongside David Thornton. So, good luck with that. Well, as we approach the final moments of our conversation today, and as we look ahead to this 2021 UniBrass contest, Vori, what would you say to anyone thinking of heading to Sheffield for this year's event, particularly if they maybe haven't sampled UniBrass before?
1: Yeah, UniBrass 2021 is. Gonna be a uni brass like no other. Yeah, I mean, it's just gonna be so special to be back performing and contesting um, and to have real life brass bands in person all together. Like,
2: it's, it's gonna be amazing.
0: Abby, is that a sentiment you would share?
2: Absolutely. Get involved, follow the contest, whether you come live or watch the stream. and It's the perfect way to see what we do. Beyond that, I would just always say, get involved and find out what we do. Um, it's super easy. We have a website. All of our social media handles are just at Unibrass. Everything that we do goes on there, and we just love more people to know what we do and get involved with us, so take a look. I guarantee you'll find something interesting. We'd love to see you soon.
1: I guess for this year as well, like an extra selling point is that the tickets are free, like it's unticketed. You have literally no reason not to come. (laughs)
0: That's it for this episode of BB on the Record. Thank you to Abby Grucock and Vori Baker and thanks to you for listening. The 2021 Unibrass Contest takes place on June the 26th at Sheffield Students' Union Concourse. The contest will be free and unticketed for audiences and it'll be live-streamed by BrassPass.tv so you can enjoy the action in person or from the comfort of home. For more information on the contest and other Unibrass activities, including Bandcamp, go to www.unibrass.co.uk. That's unibrass.co.uk. Do get in touch about anything you might have heard on the podcast. You can email info at britishbandsman.com. You can enjoy a digital subscription to British Bandsman. It costs just £42.99 for one year. For the latest news, interviews and masterclasses from the stars, make sure you don't miss out. Go to BritishBandsman.com and click on subscribe. As for this podcast, you can find it on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts and Spotify. Or just ask your smart speaker to play the BB on the Record podcast. Join me next time on BB on the Record. Bye for now.